When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. By no one's demand but our own, and from our home office here in the Gulch in beautiful Nashville, Tennessee, it is the 615 Sessions, brought to you by A to Z Sports, A to Z Sports, Nashville.com. My name, of course, Buck Rising. Thrilled to be here with you on this Tuesday. Thrilled to bring you another great episode, this time uh, with our friend Mike Herndon. You know him better, probably, as Mike Miracles over at the Football and Other F-Words podcast. Music City Miracles, the Titans SB Nation fan site. Uh, Mike is a good buddy of mine. Mike is somebody whose analysis uh, of in in terms of the film of these guys, I really trust. Uh, And there's news on the Titans front in terms of the weight gain of Marcus Mariota, according to Paul Kaharski. Mike and I will discuss that in depth uh, ahead of Titans OTAs that will again be open to us as the media on Thursday. Uh, And we will go over some of the things that have arisen over the course of the past couple weeks since the Titans veterans have been back in the building uh, and why Nate Davis, the rookie guard that the Titans picked in the third round, is probably under the most pressure of any of them picked this year uh, for the Tennessee Titans. So without further ado, we will talk with Mike Herndon of Music City Miracles. Back here on the 615 Sessions, A to Z Sports, A to Z Sports, Nashville.com. Buck Rising here with you on this Tuesday. Thrilled to be joined last minute, Mike Herndon, Music City Miracles, at Mike Miracles on Twitter. My brother, you are bailing me out in a big spot, and you are on vacation, which makes me a really shitty human. (laughs) Hey, glad I could help out, and uh, full disclosure, I have been at the beach today and uh, have had a few adult beverages so uh this might be a lot of fun yeah well this is perfect then it feels like i'm back in zach's garage we're doing a football another i mean that's my podcast anyway mike football and other f words is truly my podcast now with the alcohol involved it at least has a little more f words feel to it it'll feel like home (laughs) always does anytime i'm in that creepy ass garage okay So, the news comes out today, Paul Kaharski, paulkaharski.com. We now know how just how much heavier Marcus Mariota is. Drink if you thought we'd be talking about Marcus Mariota's weight <laughs> in, on May 28th, uh, 2019. But uh, it is a significant weight gain if the, if the numbers that Paul are, is reporting are accurate, accurate. Excuse me if I can talk correctly. It sounds like I'm the one that's drunk. Uh, Mariota <laughs> currently weighs in at 230. According to Paul, that's up about 12 to 13 pounds uh, from where he ended the 2018 season. Mike, I know this is important to you. Uh, Tell me why your quarterback is now less at risk of injury because he's 12 to 13 pounds heavier. Yeah, so uh, I've been a big proponent of him putting on some weight for a while now, going back to, I think it was uh, 
the 2016 season was actually his heaviest previous to this. And I don't think it's a coincidence. That's the last one that he was even remotely healthy, uh, throughout and, and his best performance on the field. So, um, I, I just always have felt like, you know, it's just a natural thought that a, a few more, a few extra pounds give you a little bit of padding when you're taking those, uh, those hits from the the giant 300 pound guys chasing you as a quarterback. So, and I think, uh, um, Watterson, the, the former strength coach for the Titans talked about on midday, um, a couple weeks ago when they had him on, um, and he basically, you know, said, yeah, the science behind that is, you know, if you're a little bit heavier, you're a little less prone to injury typically. Um, so I think having him a little bit heavier, doesn't hurt anything for sure. I mean, he's still going to, you know, the speed and everything is part of his game. Sure. But that shouldn't be the first part of his game. And I, I think, I almost think that having a little bit extra weight and maybe him not being quite as quick will encourage him to, you know, get rid of the ball every now and then and start, instead of trying to keep plays alive and, and think he can always outrun everyone. Yeah, that's my thing, Mike. Like I, I think that he does need to adapt the way that he plays. Now, whether that be from a from a play-calling perspective, whether it's the type of formations they're lining up or having him line the offense up in, uh, or whether it's just being less of an athlete and more of a quarterback, which has kind of been the book on him and kind of why Mike Malarkey and that, well, uh, to a degree, why Mike Malarkey and them were let go because they were trying to let Marcus take the next step as a as a quarterback, as a as a pocket passer, not just as somebody who's going to bail you out in situations because he, he's a freak athlete and he can do so. Um, how how important do you think, Mike, is it that he he adjusts the way he plays regardless of how much heavier he is? Yeah, I think he has to, and I, I think it showed up last year quite a bit. If you look at some of the advanced stats on PFF and and stuff like that that they keep up with. He was among the lowest in the league, and in fact, I'm, I think he might have been one of the top like five fewest quarterbacks as far as throwaways go. So he just did and not even if he's not Mike, away. well, we don't have the numbers in front of us. We'll just reckless, recklessly speculate. Nobody will know the difference. Just say it with confidence. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Say it with confidence. That's right. Yeah, and, but I mean, he he simply did not throw the ball away last year, yeah. and he tried to make plays. And and God bless him, you know that's. If if he did it the other way, I know we'd be saying, "Oh, well, you've got to try to make plays," you know, even if you've got a you know crappy offensive line around you, whatever. Um, but at the end of the day, having him healthy is far more important than picking up, you know, seven yards on that third and fourteen or, or whatever it is that they've got themselves into. And, and I think him learning to live to play another down is is important, and it's something that. You know, I hope that he takes a heart as he hits into this like critical year uh, in year five. Yeah, I, I joke at the press conferences because this came out this morning while we were getting ready to do the A to Z morning show. Uh, and I, I joked a little bit that he does, in retrospect, he does seem a little bigger to me. But every time he's at a press conference, he's standing there with his arms crossed. He looks like he's flexing a little bit. I don't know <laughs> if he's trying to just mess with us and act like he's heavier. Uh, but turns out that the weight gain is in fact something that has happened over the course of this offseason. So uh, Titans fans, I imagine, will hope that his, his durability uh, is improved because of the added bulk. Okay, uh, OTAs going on. We are back at practice as of Thursday. Uh, Mike works for 
Music City Miracles, does the excellent, excuse me, excellent film breakdowns. He has a great uh, thread on his Twitter timeline, at Mike Miracles, if you would like to follow him there and check out the work that he did on each of the rookies of the 2019 draft class for the Tennessee Titans. Uh, but OTAs, Mike, what uh, are you as a Titans fan, because this has been something that we've been yelling about any of us that have a platform to yell about it, um, what are you as a Titans fan looking to get out of OTAs from us as the media? Like, what what is it that you're looking for at this time of year? You know, and I know there's there's certain rules as far as what you guys can talk about as far as rotations, but I, you know, I think the interesting thing is always to hear, you know, is AJ Brown working towards the top of the rotation, or is you know who's working as the first team guard and, and, and that kind of thing. So. I think that kind of information is always interesting. I do know that the team doesn't really like you guys to, to put that out there, so you kind of have to, uh, you know, <laughs> it's be in, careful. It's about in the, it's in the, uh, the small print at every on every Titans release I get, the, the rules of reporting and what I'm not allowed to say. Yeah, so I think there's some of that. But, I mean, really it's just, you know, it, it is stuff like uh, Mariota's a little bit heavier or, you know, hey, this guy looks like he, you know, has kind of put some stuff together this year or so and, and there's only so much you can tell of course because they're in shorts and helmets and not really touching each other so uh, you know it's not football you're watching you know on a day-to-day basis but I, I think stuff like that is you know kind of what most of the fans are, are excited to see mostly for the most part we're just excited to see videos and uh and know that football is being practiced somewhere um as as we all kind of you know, scratch ourselves uh, trying to figure out, you know, how we're going to survive another three months until uh, kickoff. Oh, no doubt about it. But I, I, I feel like we, we get bent out of shape, at least uh, people who are at practice every day, um, based on the access that we are given or not given. For example, Ryan Tannehill is somebody that is the, he's the only veteran that we have not uh, been able to talk to, is the only one that we haven't heard from. And now, it's become a bigger story because Ryan Tannehill is being kept from the media. Uh, we assume that he will speak at some point on Thursday when practice uh, is open to us once again. But, like, do you, do you give a damn about Ryan Tannehill? Uh, I, I know that Marcus Mariota is the starting quarterback. We've gone over this ad nauseum. Vrabel said it. Robinson said it. Marcus has deflected in, in whatever ways that he can to not, not make the attention about a potential quarterback competition. But, like, you as a fan, do you care about anything Ryan Tannehill has to say right now? I mean, not a ton, uh, to be honest. Yeah. And I do know that... Because, like, I'm getting bent out of shape, Mike, because Ryan Tannehill won't talk. And I think it's just... It's like <laughs> it's like a, it's like like an ex-girlfriend. Like, I want what I can't have. I can't have Ryan Tannehill. I know he's going to be dull as hell. Give me Ryan T- Tannehill. It's the only thing I want in my life. So that's all you can think about right now. It's driving yeah. me crazy. <laughs> I, I do think it's... It is a bit odd. I feel like that we haven't heard from him because any other player of his stature that is added to the team, you certainly would have heard from by now. Um, and so it does kind of stand out in that regard. But do I think he's going to say anything really interesting? No. Um, you know, these guys are all kind of programmed. And, and by the time they get out there and start answering questions, you know, he's certainly not going to – I wouldn't expect him, especially – what I know about Tannehill to be a guy that comes out there and says, Oh yeah, I'm here to take Mariota's job or anything like that, you know, oh. dropping a headline or, or something like that. No. And I mean, God bless Marcus's heart. He dropped a headline even without in, in the efforts to avoid dropping a headline just because that's the way 
that us vultures work in this business. It's May, and we desperately need something to talk about. But now I was, right. I was talking to Cameron Wolf uh, down there in Miami about, you know, what, what can I expect out of Tannehill, out of Cam Wake? Like, or what, what are these guys going to be like to deal with? And essentially, Cam Wake, grumpy old man, knew that one was coming. But Ryan Tannehill is just, is just Mario to light in terms of the press clippings uh, and press conference clips that I've seen, and, and based on what Cam has told me and other people in Miami, that I have nothing to look forward to, and yet I still want him, Mike. I don't know what it is. It's a sickness. It's a sickness. It, it really is. Uh, tell me why rookie... Uh, third round guard Nate Davis is potentially the most uh, or the rookie with the most pressure on him this season yeah so I think uh, it's simply because that right guard spot to me is the one kind of glaring position on the roster there's there's other spots that you could say oh well they could be better here they could be better there I'm not you know saying that this is the only weakness on the team but it is the kind of glaring well, we don't really know what they're going to do there, and we haven't seen Nate Davis play football on an NFL field yet, so we don't know what he's going to be. Um, but we know Pamphill is, is is more or less a journeyman kind of guy. He was pretty good last year, but we'll see if he you know earns the starting job or not. But I think Davis is the one that you know you're looking at day one if he, if he earns that starting job or not. That's going to be kind of your first impression of him as a player aj brown we figure is going to be in the mix at some point at wide receiver but you know whether he's the the third starting wide receiver if you want to say there's three starting wide receivers um or if he's the the next guy up in the rotation that just kind of gets some snaps in certain packages i don't know that that really matters a ton but davis is either going to play all the snaps or none of the snaps so i feel like uh, he's kind of under the most pressure here in training camp to earn a spot out of the rookies. Are you prepared to wait on him? Like, are you are you in the mindset that Nate Davis might not be a 2019 contributor? Like, he's a good backup, uh, but if he needs the time to to be a competent NFL player, are you as a Titans fan prepared to wait on him? I am personally. I don't get the sense that the fan base at large. Yeah, but is, Mike, is, see, this is the problem with asking you fan <laughs> questions because I know you're a Titans fan, but you're too damn reasonable for this. And I just this, this is not the kind of hot take bullshit reaction that Zach would give me. Meanwhile, he's blowing up the group text that I have with you f words pods people uh, about starting <laughs> Star Wars fights in my mentions, which I'm watching play out in real time as we tape this. Of podcast. course he is. I hate of him. Of course he is. <laughs> No, no, so if Nate Davis isn't the starter day one, then blow it all up, fire John Robinson. Let's let, it's done. Yes, so, Mike. Yes, <laughs> I'm giving you exactly what you want. Welcome to the dark uh, side. <laughs> no, I really, I really, I am prepared for Kevin Panfield to be the starter at right guard. I think that's the most likely scenario. Um, I don't think uh, Titans fans will take that very well if he's not, and there will immediately be questions of of is. Nate Davis a bust, even though that's not remotely fair <laughs> yeah. for a third round guard out of Charlotte. Uh, this is this is the age that we live in, and it's I, I delight in it because I traffic in it, Mike. You know my Twitter uh, my Twitter <laughs> behavior well. But oh, it's, you love the sewers. God, you love the sewers. I just I, I cannot I cannot remove myself from them, Mike, and it's just it's something that I'm I'm gonna have to put the needle down eventually, but not today. <laughs> he is Mike Herndon at Mike Miracles is where you can follow him on Twitter. Check out his work at Music City Miracles, the Titans SB Nation site that we have here in Nashville. Of course, football and other F-words podcast with Zebo Lebowski and Internet Keith. My man, I appreciate you taking some time on vacation. You did me a real solid, and I appreciate you. I'm happy to come back 
and outdo uh, Emily Proud and Paul Kaharski and whomever I need to crush in my path <laughs> on uh, on because now it's just personal uh, because they've yeah, attacked, oh, they've attacked my they've attacked my good name and the ratings that I would bring you all <laughs> so I, uh, I I need I need retribution on my end well, the the gauntlet has been thrown and uh, we we desperately need to get you on uh, very soon to uh, have you uh, uh, defend your honor on on the podcast so. <laughs> it's did you think Mike that you would be in a place where people where, where we all are begging you to come on your podcast because I know it's it's like a it's like an in-house competition with the Titans media at this point who can oh, make the most efforts pod appearances never but uh but we are thrilled that this has happened yeah well we are we're, we're really enjoying <laughs> I bet you are all right at Mike Miracles on Twitter thank you brother all right I'm going back to the beach good man right, see ya see ya Mike <laughs> Okay, quick one today, because not a lot of stuff going on in local sports, as it is May. There was some news about Vanderbilt uh, and an upgrading of facilities. But uh, based on the numbers, anytime we talk about Vanderbilt uh, on any platform, on the A to Z Sports Morning Show, weekdays, 8 a.m., Zach and Austin, you know where to find them, Facebook Live, Periscope. Uh, And here, uh, the Vandy stuff doesn't do any numbers. So if you would like to discuss Vandy, you can get in my mentions at Buck Rising on Twitter uh, and yell at me there. And perhaps if enough of you do, we will discuss Vandy at some point. Uh, Shout out to the Vandy boys for their work in the SEC tournament over the weekend. That was big time stuff. But that will be the uh, the extent (laughs) of the Vandy talk uh, that we do here today because the majority, vast majority of you don't seem to care. But in the meantime, many thanks to Mike Herndon of Music City Miracles for being kind enough to stop by. Uh, Before we do the necessary outro, as is our typical custom here on the 615 Sessions, Uh, I want to, again, mention something that I haven't done a good enough job publicizing, uh, but something that I think that you guys will enjoy. A lot of you are new to the proceedings around here, so I wanted to make sure that I'm mentioning it again with regularity. Uh, And that is, if you are, we are in Nashville. This is Music City, right? Uh, We want the musical community involved with what we do here. It's a big part of Nashville. It's a big part of our identity as a city. Uh, The 615 Sessions is named thusly because of how uh, much you care to hear from the people who are important to your city as Nashville. And so we want the musical community more involved. Uh, How you can do that if you are a part of the musical community and you are somebody who is an aspiring artist or know somebody who is an aspiring artist that wants their music played on a larger platform than they might otherwise have access to, feel free to have the artist email us their permission to have a song played. Here is bump music. It's always Old Town Road that we come in and out of the breaks with and intro me with. But if you want uh, to hear your music, intro me, back from break between interviews, uh, please email your permission, the song, a little note about the song, where your band or you as an artist might be playing upcoming events that we can help you promote. Uh, email all of those things to buck at a to z sports nashville.com. That's buck, B U C K, at a t o z sports nashville.com. Make sure you are sending it. has to be the artist's permission. The permission has to come from the artist because I'm not trying to get trying to get involved with any kind of lawsuit uh, over just trying to get you guys more involved 
and, and have a little more musical outreach uh, so that we can grow this community, make it feel a little more like everybody's involved because Nashville is more than just sports. It's more than just music. It's all of us. Uh, and so we would like to extend the opportunity to those of us who listen to this podcast in the musical community to get involved to, with what we do around here. Also, if you have any questions, comments, or concerns, you can email that to me as well at Buck, uh, or excuse me, Buck at A to Z Sports Nashville. Dot com Titans questions. Uh, we'll start doing a mailbag. In fact, Will Compton is going to be a future guest on the 615 session. So perhaps submit your questions uh, that you would like for us to do a special mailbag edition of the pod with Will Compton to buck at a to z sports nashville.com. Uh, coming up on the show later this week, Titans OTAs are on Thursday, so that episode will not come to you until Thursday evening because we want to make sure that we have all the necessary information from that day's activities. Uh, But we will have Emily Proud of WKRN. She is one of the fine sports anchors over there. Uh, Our friends at Channel 2, kind enough to have me on Sports Extra from time to time. Dumb enough to put me on television for the first time. Her boss, Corey Curtis. And so we're grateful uh, to have Emily. Emily's really good at her job. Emily's one uh, one of the more impressive sports media members here in Nashville, somebody who, whose insights I rely upon because she's always well-prepared uh, and always well-researched, and she has to be because she's at every damn sporting event that we have here in the city or in the tri-state, tri-state area, apparently. Uh, they are not working this woman enough, I say, uh, in jest. But Emily Proud will be on the Thursday show, as will a Titans player, TBD. We are still waiting for confirmation on whom we might get the opportunity to interview. I know a lot of you, uh, thank you, by the way, a lot of you for your kind comments uh, and, and, and feedback on the Corey Davis interview. That was something I enjoyed in particular, and it seems like you all enjoyed that as well. So we hope to have many more insightful interviews for you down the line. But that's going to do it for us today. Again, thanks to Mike Miracles of Music City Miracles. At Mike Miracles is where you can follow him on Twitter. Thanks to the boys at A to Z Sports, Austin Stanley and Zach Bingham. Weekdays, 8 a.m., Facebook Live, Periscope is where you can find our streaming morning show, A to Z Sports. Uh, Thanks to you guys who rate, review, and subscribe wherever it is that you find your podcasts, Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Play. Uh, We are everywhere that you would possibly need to be able to consume a podcast. So we ask you for five stars on those ratings, wherever ratings can be had, because of course, you know well that four stars simply makes you a hater. Somebody gave me a four-star rating the other day. Uh, I will find you. (laughs) So give me five stars, or I will hunt you down. That being said, I'm Buck Rising, reminding you to stay hot, Nashville. We'll talk to you Thursday, right here on the 615 Sessions, brought to you by A to Z Sports and A to Z Sports Nashville.com.